Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome to this Believe in NFL Draft Prospects Spotlight Interview Edition. I'm Ryan Roberts, Rise and Draft on Twitter, bringing you another exclusive with the two, uh, 2021 NFL Draft Prospect that I've been incredibly excited about for a few weeks here. Got, got to look at a couple of his games from last season. I have number 91 defensive tackle out of University of Virginia, Mandy Alonso, with me, who is a really impressive football player. If I, if I implore you guys to go take a look at any game from Mandy from last year, the North Carolina game, I know he had a couple tackles for loss, but just a couple, some of the things that he was able to do in their odd front, really impressive, really nice mover for a, for a defensive lineman, 280-plus pounds. So, Mandy, inviting you into the show, man. If you want to just say hi to the folks real quick, I, I appreciate you again for taking some time today. No, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me, and um, thank you. Yeah, absolutely, man. So I need to give the big the big guys some love, man, because I was a defensive lineman myself. So I'm looking at 91 again. There's a ton to like. I know you've been, you've been a you know contributor contributor over the last three years, but the thing that's really impressed me is you've been a steady improver over the last couple of years. You had a career high in tackles for loss this past season. Like I said, 91 flashes a ton on film. So talk to me just about this last season, man. It seems like you're really able to take your game to a next level. How happy were you with the performance and just your overall um, contributions to the team this past year? So this past year, um, it was definitely my best year so far. And um, I was happy with what I did. The start of the season, I started off slow because I, I had came off a knee surgery the, the previous year. And just it was a slow, gradual increase on like how I wanted my game to be. And once we got towards the end of the season, I was just playing at a really good level where I, I wanted to be at. And like obviously things can improve like for the next year and I could always be improving on anything. But like I was I was happy with where I was at, like as of like the fourth game in the season, like once after that, I felt great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you've been you guys have been a part of a really nice class of 2017 recruiting cycle. And I, I think you guys were the second in, in Coach Mendenhall's tenure there. And you guys have just been doing some incredible incredible things as a team over the last couple of years. Obvious huge improvements. Before we get too deep into that, though, talk to me, because I know you're a Florida boy, um, Culver Prep down there in, um, in the Sunshine State. So talk to me about coming out of high school a little bit and, and why UVA was, was ultimately the best spot for you. Well, I really didn't even know about UVA when I was in high school and um, going into like all the recruiting process. Um, I had like a bunch of different schools coming after me. And then I had these coaches where they came in and they're like, our program is all about earn, not given it. And I loved that immediately. So I came up, I visited, I got an offer and I committed right away because they, I felt the love from the coaches and 
just the the school itself is a great academically school and then the football program was like obviously struggling but i wanted to be a part of something where like i could make a difference like right away and not go into like a program where like i might not eat like i might not have the chance to play first year i might not have the chance to play my first two years or whatever and um i just wanted to have like a, a long lasting impact on a program and i felt like this was the place for me and also just the culture here like I, i loved what they were preaching about and that's why that's why i came yeah man and i'll, I'll say this one thing that's just been uh, really consistent with with all the uva guys that i've been able to talk to over the last couple of years bryce hall and uh, nick grant and um joey blunt i've got i've gotten around to a bunch of guys devonta cross and, and i i just wanted to reach out to you guys because the thing that kind of just stays with me is everyone talks about unbroken growth everybody talks about laying that foundation and I, I can hear it in your voices and I can hear and I can hear just by the things that you cite is there's a deep belief not only in the players around you but this coaching staff so talk to me about coach Mendenhall man and the impact that he's had on this program because it was down for a couple years there it kind of ended the London era but it is risen and it's it seems like it's going in a great direction here oh yeah he's had probably a huge impact on the program like even though like on me myself like he has a certain impact on everyone and um he's just a great guy like with his beliefs and like whatever he like everything he preaches like he he wants us to grow as like men not just football players like and he he does that by putting hard like putting us through hard things and like it sounds corny but like through like these hard workouts and like he he'll bring in like military people and like every like he'll he'll bring in like any type of workout or hard thing that we could do to like bring us more together and like have like such a tight knit like unit for whether it be like just D line the defense or the whole team like we're all going to be like brothers like after like your four years here and like I've really felt that even like after my first year like I could feel that with like my my incoming class we were so we were such like a tight-knit um group that like even today we still have the same group chat that we had when we were recruits like before we even got here so like it just shows how like Mendenhall like he he puts in certain things into this program where like it allows us to grow and like grow together like as teammates and that really reflects our success onto the field because like year after year we're getting better and like we're growing momentum here because we went from two and ten to six and seven to I think it was eight and five and now this past year making the Orange Bowl like it was just like a lot of unbroken growth as he says and um I think everyone's starting to like really get bought into it like even like the incoming people mm-hmm. yeah and I think that that's really kind of stuck with everyone and I'm looking at you Mandy and Again, just some of the things I saw on film, I thought you were really athletic for your size. I thought you used your hands really well. For you, what are some of the things that you consider maybe your biggest strengths as a football player? And what are some things that you kind of seen the most growth in over the last couple of years? I would say probably like my biggest strength is like my not like natural instincts on like where to use my speed and where to use like certain moves. And like what I've been like trying to improve on since I got here was like you like using my arms in the run game and like getting extension and stuff like that. And like in the, in the run game, I'm, I'm pretty good. Like, I feel like I'm pretty good. Like in, in our nickel front and our odd front, 
And then um, in our base front, like that's where like I, I had to like grow because I had never played that position before. And I had to change like the way I played, the whole way I played. And um, I really felt like these past two years, I really like started growing in that position and, and like really taking on that that part of this defense. And um, I feel like I've really grown as a player through that. And I'll say, man, like the amount of talent that that's on, on that defense is absolutely insane. You know, talking about yourself and Zane Zandier and Charles Snowden, Noah Taylor, Nick Grant, Devonta Cross, Joey Blunt, man, there's so much talent. Just what, what's it like being a part of that defense in general, being a part of that brotherhood and knowing like wherever you turn when you are on the field, you're looking not only at great college football players, but a lot of guys that are going to play at the next level as well. I mean, it's a real special because, like, you know, like, after this, like, a lot of us, like, a lot of the defense, like, we're going to be going our separate ways after this. And um, we, we hopefully, like, we're all going to be on the second, on the next level together. But um, it's just really special because, at least for my class of 2017, like, we, we really took over this defense. Like, uh, Joey, me, Zane, Charles, like, we're all part of that same group. And even Matt Gam, like we're all like we're all well knit and like even like the for the fifth and sixth years that have been here like we we've been able to share our like our experiences together and like the younger guys don't really understand that yet because they haven't been in the program so long but like for all of us like we're all vet- veterans basically and we've been here so long that like we 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 could communicate like one word on the field and like we we know what each other is trying to say and um, it really helps out with, like, telling each other, like, what, what we have to do in the field and, like, what certain things, like, we have to get done. And um, after this, it's, it's going to be crazy. But um, it's, it's a really special group to be a part of, and I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, most definitely, man. And I, I, I love asking this next question just because I feel like every defensive lineman I talk to now, and, and rightfully so, kind of says that the guy they look up to the most – is a guy like Aaron Donald. So for you, who are some guys, could be past, present, growing up, whatever it might be, are there any guys that you try to emulate your game around a little bit? Uh, growing up, I tried to emulate my game after um, Cameron Wake because I'm a, I'm a huge Miami Dolphins fan. So when he played for the Dolphins, I was his biggest fan. And um, after that, like once I reached like high school and um, Aaron Donald came into the league, he became my favorite player and like it sounds like everyone is like using him as their favorite player but like I just I just see him like I see myself in him because of like my height my weight and like just how how I play like I try to emulate my game after him and I I try to use my speed like he uses his speed and my strength like he uses his strength and um I'm just trying to get to a level where he's at that like because he, he's on a whole nother level. Like, the way he keeps his body in shape, the way he uses his hands, like, I'm trying to be like that. And, like, that's, that's like, I mean, he's the top of the line. So, like, if I could get to, like, a certain level, like, even close to there, like, obviously I, I'm going to be doing something pretty good there. Yeah, man, I, I felt like that was a pretty safe bet. Like you said, the, the size similarities. I love the Cameron Wake um, kind of uh, point, though, because my, my dad's also a Miami Dolphins fan, so I, I got to see a lot of Cameron Wake growing up here. And we're moving, Mandy, because I know you talked about the 
the the trend that you guys are kind of going because you know eight wins a couple years ago obviously Orange Bowl last year ACC championship game last year nine wins the the program's going in such a great um, uh, gaining such great momentum and going in such a great direction that I have to ask now what's the next step what what are, what is it going to take now for 2020 to be that next step so that the underclassmen that are going to take over the recruits that are going to come in are are able to kind of continue that tradition as well. I mean, that next step is getting 10 wins and winning the ACC, honestly, because that'll be just like we ha- we haven't won the ACC in I don't even know how long. It's probably like 20 plus years. And um, also beating Tech in Blacksburg, we haven't done that in so many years. But for me personally, I think winning the ACC will really show that like we're, we're like it'll put us on the map for like to get like gain headlines and stuff like that because Clemson is the – is the top dog right now in the ACC and in the country. Like they're, they're one of the top dogs like year after year. So if we could take them down, then that'll really show like what we got going on is like real. And like, I'm not to say that it's not real right now, but like it'll really open a lot of people's eyes like around the country, not just like fans of the ACC or fans like in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I'm excited just to kind of see the next step here. And, and I need to ask yourself the next step because, you, like I said, every year there's been constant improvement. Uh, six and a half tackles for loss this past year, which is a really nice number when you consider the 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 three, you know, the uh, odd man front that you guys play in. You obviously are trying to free things up for a lot of second-level defenders. What's the next step, though, for Mandy Alonzo? What's going to make 2020, the senior year, the best possible ending to your career individually? For me, I, I just want to, like, double, like, all my stats from last year and just, like, make sure that, like, I have a year that, like, nobody could question that that he's, like, he's that dude. And I want to be able to, like, have a certain, like, uh, like, title, like, saying that, like, oh, he had these many stats. Because obviously that, like, for a lot of awards and a lot of people's stats really mean a lot, like, like even like the people that don't look at film or don't look at like what the grand scheme of the defense is like, they're going to look at my stats and be like, Oh, he, he only had so-and-so uh, tackles for loss or so-and-so tackles. And I want to be able to like put out a certain number of stats where there's, there's not going to be any discussion of that, that like he could get things done. He's very productive and like he does his job well. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I wanted to reach out, Mandy, because I, I think that you are a player that is going to have an opportunity to play at the next level. So kind of ending this interview here, what's that going to feel like, man? Because I'm sure it's been probably a lifelong dream for a long time. What is, What is that moment going to be like when you potentially become a professional football player and continue to play the game that you love so much? Um, it's going to be really amazing because that's been my lifelong dream and like I know that my parents really want me to do that as well. Like, even if I don't, like, they'll be fine with me. But, like, it'll really make, like, my whole family proud. And, like, even just getting to college, because I'm the, I'm the first person in my family to go to college. So, like, that was such a proud moment for my family. And, like, even if, like, if I get to the next level, when I get to the next level, it'll be, like, such a proud moment. And I'm, I'm, it's going to be a very special moment for me. 
and that's going to kind of conclude this one again. Number 91, interior defensive lineman in their odd man front, Mandy Alonzo from the University of Virginia. Ryan Roberts again, rising draft on Twitter. I appreciate you guys for taking a listen to this interview. And Mandy, I appreciate you, man, again, so much for, for taking some time today. It was awesome just to get a little, a little glimpse into your story, and I really appreciate all the time today, man. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.